0: When was the last time you did Fran?
1: (laughs) Um I remember where I was. I don't remember the last time I it was probably two years ago. Two years? What was your time? I believe I was like two fifty six ish because I I didn't PR.
0: Okay. What's your PR?
1: I think my best ever is two forty six.
0: Okay. not bad. I got you on the It's PM. on
1: video. It's on YouTube somewhere if the listeners oh, this care is to insane. watch
0: it. No, they don't care to watch your shitty movement and partial range of motion <laughs> for for a 246 Fran. The I did it today.
1: Oh, you did and, it today?
0: Uh, I did it today and it was brutal. We I like came in so today's my day off at the gym. So I, I mean I do a bunch of work and stuff, but it's like my day off at the gym. So I was like, I'm going to go train because I'm trying to get back into training because I'm trying not to be a
1: sloth. You look good. Yeah, I can see it. You look wiener. You look muscular.
0: The, that shirt.
1: I think it's just the shirt. Those shirts. Yeah, this is
0: this is my daughter's shirt. So it looks a little tighter. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, so it would, it would fit you perfectly. It'd be baggy the, um, on me. Yeah, it'd be baggy. The, uh, so I came in. I was like, I don't really want to do this. And I did a bunch of stretching this morning because my knee's been hurting. And then, so I was like, all right, here's the deal. I was like, I just want to do... And I say this, like, loosely. I want to do a casual three minutes, right? And when I say casual, I don't mean, like, I'm smiling during it. I want to do three minutes without laying the hammer down.
1: I get yeah. it. That's exactly what I think when I do – that's, like, word for word what I think.
0: So I, I went 304, and I miscounted on 15, so I did 14, and then, like, came down, I was like, wait, what the fuck? Cheated. And, I cheated. and then I jumped, and then I jumped. No. And then I jumped back up there and I did my 15 because I'm a better human being than you. <laughs> and then, and then I got done at like three and then I was, I kind of like walked around a little bit and I was like, fine. And then about six minutes afterwards is when all the sickness came. Like I was good. I went, and got on the bike. I was just like, all right, dude. I was like flush the lactic acid, like get it out. You're I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat it. I'm gonna win. And then, Lindsay came over and sit next to me, the bike. And I was like, Oh fuck. I think I'm going to throw up all over this bike. I just like, I can't deal with it. And then I had to lay down for a little bit, but I was happy to did three or four.
1: No, I think,
0: and and, and I'm like, I'm pretty out of shape right now. So uh, it's just one of those. So I tell this story because I was having this conversation with a, with a, with a new client who's like 50 and he's been crossfitting for a while and he's, he's fit number one. And he was saying, guy. I just want to really want to get back to it. And I was like, hey, bro, you're 50. And I'd be willing to bet that you're, by leaps and bounds, the fittest 50-year-old that you know. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, that's all you need, bro. I was like, you need to enjoy training again. That's all you need. I don't want it to stress me out. And I don't mean like you're not going to be stressed out right before they try three, two, one, go. I mean stress me out like I think about it all day. You know, like I didn't think about this workout all day. I got really stressed out and like, you know, had a little pee dribble in my pants, like three minutes before we went, <laughs> but, but I wasn't stressed about it all day. I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get it over with. I'm going to feel better about it and then move on. And I'm, I'm fitter. I'm I'm as fit as I need to be. Right. And that's a conversation that you should have with your clients. But that happened just an hour ago. And I wanted to bring up the fact that I'm better than you so that we could start. Brag. You on. wanted to brag. brag. Yeah.
1: Well, well, let me say a few things. One, yeah, I think anytime you're fit enough to casually throw down a three-minute Fran, get Lindsay out of there. Get yeah. Lindsay out. She's of there. ruining what? the
0: shot. That was a boob brush. You just did a <laughs> boob brush on me.
1: That is sexual harassment. Sexual, that's a a sexual harassment. That's reverse that's sexual, harassment. sexual harassment. That's sexual harassment. Get out of here. Your get your Jimmy Johnson. Get out of here. I know that's not a wrap. I know she got know. a bun with that.
0: We we work in two close quarters here. It's tight. Here she looks good. Life.
1: Tell her she looks good. She can't hear me, but
0: she's uh she's she's proud of herself. She's getting abs back and everything. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Uh... Um.
1: No, I was gonna say like that's kind of like I, I say this about like how I look. Like you want to have this idea of like lifestyle lean, like where it's like I I pay attention to what I eat, but I'm not overly stressed. And I think right. the same can be said about your Fran. Like Fran's a great marker, and and the difference between your PR of say 2.46 in three minutes is a world of hurt. So it's amazing how you can have this almost casual embrace of Fran. I, I mean, I, I would probably be the same exact way right now. I can finish it in three minutes and it would probably catch up to me. Um, but I was having this, you, you said this, and I was having this conversation yesterday with, one. Of the, I think one thing that I've been doing at the gym that i coach had is really giving them this understanding of what crossfit is what it should feel like scaling appropriately mm-hmm. and one of the members was like well how good are you at crossfit <laughs> and i was like compared to the world i'm like the 99.9 percentile and i was like but
0: is that accurate
1: yeah I you're known my math, for saying
0: you're known for saying really ridiculous no shit.
1: but think about the world and it's you know no it's no like,
0: i understand the world i get what you're saying i'm I'm, what I'm saying, mile. what I'm saying is that it's an outlandish statement.
1: But here's my point. You're That's fit. What you I'll were, give you that. Give but you here's that. what you were saying to your member. Like, you're, I mean, if you're saying you're fitter than most 50 year olds, fact, but just like me in overall fitness, there's levels. So this 50 year old compared to other of the best 50 year old CrossFitters, he's like in the 1% there. So- it's all about yeah, what right. you want, and it's all about what you want in this life. You know, I think it was Pat Sherwood years ago was like, if you can deadlift 315, you don't need more than that.
0: Yeah, I've, I think I've talked about on the show, like, just the things that I want to do when I'm 55. It's like back squat 315, clean and jerk 225, do a muscle up, you know, a sub. You're going to get, get your first
1: muscle up by 55, I'm trying. you think? I'm
0: working on it. I've been going through the <laughs> progressions on the low rings. The uh, the you know do just do a handful of those things which to, to most crossfitters don't sound you know uh you know snatch your body weight that's kind of a big one i guess but the um to most crossfitters aren't anything that you should write home about but if you're 55 you're a freak show
1: are are any of your grandparents alive uh no That took a long time to answer. I know. I had to think
0: about that for a second. No, they're not actually. You probably have
1: four because your parents are still married.
0: Well, nobody's asked me that in a long time. And I just realized that, well, so I never met my my, uh, dad's mom. So his aunt was kind of like my grandma. She passed away about two, maybe three years ago. And then my grandfather passed away before that. So actually, no. Okay. So that is inaccurate. My mom's dad is still alive, but we've never met. So I do technically I do really. I really. Yeah. But that's a,
1: that's a whole another story, huh? we got to have you on an interview. about yeah. that. Well,
0: yeah. Long story short, they, when he, my dad came from Cuba, she, they were, uh, that's a, you know, obviously a really rough go of it. But, and so she essentially left the family, like she abandoned them. And then, so she was never part of our lives, but my dad's like, everybody's fine with it. It, it is what it is. Tragic story. And then everybody moved on. So gotcha. technically, well, technically yes, but no.
1: I gotcha. And, and I've got one, I've had eight grandparents because my parents are divorced and yeah. my stepfather's mother's still around, but in a assisted living. But the point I was going to make is like, I remember my grandfather and as a kid, I probably would have told you he was like 90, but he was probably like 55, 60. Yeah. And we were playing catch one time. And if I didn't throw the ball directly into his mitt, I had to go chase it. Like he couldn't move.
0: You just had to run over there and put it in his mitt and then run back across so he could throw it to you.
1: (laughs) I mean, I don't remember him ever moving, you know, he would, you know, and that goes for almost all of my grandparents. So my point is, I mean, think about how amazing that is at 55. If you can, if you can do those things, it's pretty incredible.
0: Yeah. Like I said, you you're a freak show if you can do that. Um, so, but here's kind of where I want to go. This is a very roundabout way to get to this topic, but stop everybody. I mean, unless, no, this is everybody. Stop talking about Facebook ads. Wait a second. Right. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring this back in for you, bro.
1: Okay. All right. All right. So there's just
0: so much stuff. Everybody's talking about fucking Facebook ads and like marketing and all this stuff. And I do want to leave this with the fact that marketing is important. You need to learn how to do that. But everybody, and I mean, pretty much everybody is putting the cart way in front of the horse. And where I'm going with this is you're worrying about the wrong things instead of, worrying about what we were just talking about, which is taking care of the people that are already in your charge, making sure that they're taken care of, making sure that you're delivering and not just delivering, but over delivering on what you offer them. If you do that, you won't need to market, right? Now that's this whole, like you should still do it anyway, right? So whether you're getting, I don't know, call it 30, whatever leads a month and you're doing nothing, you should still figure out what marketing means to you so there's marketing and advertising, and and you should quasi learn how to do both like running a business without knowing how to do those is just foolish you should not do that but it should be like it that should be like icing on the cake like you should use that to drive like continuous new flow but what i see is people are running ads and doing a lot of other things and the fun people are just falling out of the bottom So I have to do $6,000 of new sales every month in order to take, in order to account for the attrition rate that I have. And that's ridiculous. You don't need 20 new clients a month. If you just added five a month and kept your attrition super low, like let's call it less than 1%. Most people are like looking for 3% churn. If you, you know, and some of that stuff is out of your control, but let's say you had 100 members right? You know, 3% each month, 1% each month would be one person leaving every month, 3%, three people leaving every month. And if you're bringing in five a month, right? For the most part, you're going to net something to the tune of 30 new people a year, right? 30 times, whatever that, you know, 30, well, let's call it 200. So you're looking at $6,000 increase in revenue monthly. No,
1: 60,000. Yeah
0: monthly, right? So, so roughly $72,000 annually a year, you do that year over year for three years. You're talking about in 36 months increasing by somewhere to the tune of 200 to $250,000. And this isn't, this is just straight line sales. This isn't upsells. This isn't anything else. This is just doing a good job with the people that you have. They will start bringing other people and you won't have to do anything other than just deliver and that's where i want that's where i want people to refocus is like what could you be doing you know right so here's here's one for everybody 16 and 8 those are the only two numbers you need to know
1: that is your intermittent fasting window
0: uh maybe but wasn't going there 16 and 8 my folks that are going to be committed like pot committed for a long time 16 plus times a month right my folks that are getting ready to leave that's their attendance My folks that are getting ready to leave eight or less on average, some of them are on vacation, but those are the two numbers that you should be looking at 16 and eight, figure out how to keep those 16 super duper happy and then figure out why the eights aren't there. 16.
1: I was going to say, or try to bump those eights up. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's my point. But you need to catch them early and figure out. And going back to what I said is the the nurturing and feeding of the people that are already in your care instead of worrying about getting new clients. Now you have to What's do two that? things. You have to you have to do two, two things simultaneously here. But you're, you're going to have to bring on new people, obviously. If I'm assuming somebody wants your service, but really the name of the game is retention. Keep people. Then you don't have to bring on a ton of new people every year.
1: You know, there's that expression when it costs twice as much to get a new member as it does to keep an old one.
0: Yeah, way more than that. Like, it costs you, realistically, what's it going to cost you to keep an old member? Uh, 35 cents on a postage? Yeah, on a, just good, on, co-
1: good coaching.
0: For postage for their for their birthday that month and send them a card in the mail?
1: You know, you and I have worked with dozens if not hundreds of boxes and it's amazing that Regardless of where the box is located, we hear, oh, we live in a transient culture. Like, no, dude, you don't live in a, like, you don't live in a transient culture, you, you know, or, or environment. You just aren't good at retaining members.
0: Well, the other thing, so like, I, I I could say that, right? This is a military town. There's five bases here. Everybody rotates between every 24 months to 60 months. People rotate, but that's two years.
1: Yeah, and it's also the, a on the on the low end. Of it's your, two
0: years, right?
1: And it's not every one of your members. You have people that live in Virginia Beach forever, like you.
0: Right. This is I, this has always been something that's been supremely annoying to me. It's just like, oh, the market the market is saturated. I'm like, a that's a misunderstanding of what saturation means. Like, not even close. And b, you're not even trying. You're not doing anything. Like, you haven't asked any of the members who are currently at your gym. If they know somebody that would like to do CrossFit, like we're running Bring a Friend Week at the end of the month, like that's one thing, and we've talked about this before, but like that's one thing every gym should start doing right now, and be prepared to over deliver.
1: Yeah, I, I've talked to a couple of people that reached out to us after the episode where you talked about it, and they've either run it or are planning to. And the ones that have run it got five to eight new members, just like you suggested.
0: It's it's not rocket science now. It's also not easy. It's not just like, hey, like you need to put some legs on this thing to do it right. Otherwise you look like an asshole, right? Like, so you can do anything poorly and you could run, bring a friend week really poorly. You know, like, so for instance, we're running ours the 26th through the 30th, 31st of this month. So last week week of October, but tomorrow we're going to sit down and we're going to walk through the programming in our weekly staff meeting with me and Cassidy and Lindsay. And then we're going to brief that to the staff next Monday at our monthly staff meeting. And we're going to walk through it and we're going to run through everything or make sure every all the all the T's are crossed and the I's are dotted so that when people come in, it's a seamless transition and that we can follow up with them to make sure that we give them what they want moving forward. But I, like I, no less than 20 people a year we get from that. And it costs me zero dollars, realistically. I'm doing administrative work anyway.
1: So if people are listening and they think that they're already doing this stuff. They're taking care of their members. What are some do's and don'ts? What are some easy, low hanging fruit? Like if you're not doing this, you should be. And if you're, you know, if you're, if you're doing this, keep doing it type of thing.
0: So there, there, there are some low hanging fruit. So some of these are are easier said than done. And this is, you know, go back and reference some of the podcasts about VAs. And I've talked about this in the past, but if you're a one man band, it just is what it is. However, this is the fast track to not be a one-man band is over-deliver, take care of people, uh, and you will grow faster than you could possibly manage. So number one is you should know when everybody's birthdays and gym anniversaries are. And you can pull the, I don't care what system you use. That's pretty easy information to pull. So you can pull a dashboard, something like that, and just literally mail them. Don't email them. Text them. You can do that too. But they, they should get a postcard in the mail. Go to nice, – A nice – CrossFit
1: right. Rife postcard. It right. says it's your birthday. Right,
0: like the like these. Right, go to Vista Print and print five thousand of these things for.
1: Well, that looks like the same logo that my beanie is going to have. Where's my beanie? Uh, is it
0: it's oh, it's right here. It's in the mail. It's right here. It's in the mail. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, so the, like that stuff is super cheap. You can get like literally hundreds of those for fifty bucks. And Vista Print has like endless amounts of. Coupons floating around in the interwebs. If, if, yeah, you know just I'm, Google
1: and, Vista print coupon right. and you'll get. Or if you don't 20%. have Honey,
0: if you don't have Honey installed on your on your computer, that'll give you all discounts. Do that. But so those are two easy ones, right? Send them a card.
1: That's super low hanging fruit too, and people love that. People love it. Yes. That.
0: So now I can. So there are some things. So a, I did. I used to do cards with envelopes. That's that gets can get a little tedious, right? It's just like I could have the card and then I got the envelope and then I got to do that. So I just recently transitioned to postcards way easier. And then postage that becomes really annoying stamps.com. I never go to the post office anymore to buy stamps anymore. I just literally print all that shit out at the office and I'm done. And then I just literally, and I, and I don't even go to the post office. I just do them at the office and then I go home and I slap them in my mailbox. Um, and you can print return labels and all that stuff too. So very, 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 very cost friendly way to communicate with your members and people appreciate the number of people that have been like, thanks for the card, dude. Like genuinely appreciated getting a card in the mail because nobody does that shit anymore. Right. So there's, um, there's one. Then the other one is, and this, we saw this a lot in Raleigh and I stole the idea and we've kind of uh, toyed around with this, like reward people for basically good behavior. So 16 times a month, we do a raffle. We call it committed club. So, I look at all those people that do that. We do a raffle and then we do a bigger raffle for the quarter for everybody who's in that quarter. And then we do a bigger raffle for the year for everybody that was in every, uh, every month for the year, 16
1: times or more. That's really and, smart because you've, you've kind of already pinpointed that 16 is a magic number. So you're, yeah kind of probably tricking the like people that are somewhere around 10 to 15 classes to get those extra classes in, which proves to keep them longer. Well, it's
0: also It's It's also also well. not by accident, right? So if, if you want to go back and look at like, okay, well, how'd you come up with this? So there's a couple of things. There's just some psychology stuff behind this uh, and just business stuff, but also go back and reference the podcast with Yuri Fato and the data with regard to injuries in there is they say people that are there less than three times a week are with the exception of the weird at that age group, like 20 to 25, they're just invincible. It's really hard to break them. They're like kids. The, the injury rates for people that are there three less than three times a week, are like 250 to 300% higher. And we also know wow. that those people, we also know that so so a if you're there three times a week, you're less likely to get injured. We also know that if you're there three times a week or more, you're at a significant advantage to achieve whatever result you you came in there to try to get We just know that from, like, working with clients. We're like, all those people get what they want at the end. So I'm driving everybody to the marker that has already been established for success. For them, not for me.
1: Right. So tell me about the prizes you give out monthly, quarterly, and yearly.
0: So the – the the two monthly and quarterly they're the same ones just bigger than the other one. so I give away and we we used to do this uh, a different way with like a goals board but that kind of didn't work it was like really hard to get people to do that the so we give away a gift card and I give them a hundred bucks to either Rogue Reebok or Lululemon just because it's easy right monthly
1: every month you do that
0: every month I do that and then and which, then quarterly which by the way is a write off uh yeah it's in it's a marketing of course, expense right yeah. the yeah and if you don't have an accountant inside tax the there's a lot of plugs on this show, by the way, they yeah, we should uh, get sponsored. So the, and then the quarterly one is just a bigger one. That one's uh, either I I don't remember. It's 150, 200 bucks, but something like that. So that one goes out once every three months we do that. And then the yearly one we will do at the end of the year party, which is one of the other things, right? Which is social f- uh, events can be really hard to do put one to two on the calendar that you do every year. So we're going to double up. So in November, we're doing our anniversary for the gym and the holiday party. And those are going to be like, it's like a double whammy and are we're going to be
1: a COVID party.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be licking each other's faces and it's <laughs> going to be great. Beep um, by the way, I was, just, I was just in Charleston. COVID does not exist in Charleston, South Carolina. Nobody there cares. It's,
1: it's funny because I told you when I was in Kansas for the games, it definitely does not exist there. Yeah, like it's great. And, and the, the, the irony is the places where it doesn't exist are typically the least healthy places in the country.
0: They're immune, I guess. <laughs> They're like, you can, I've, got, I've, got, I've got all the other chronic diseases. They, uh, so
1: so you, you give it away. You give $100 away monthly. An additional, so is it another hundred every quarter on top of that month?
0: Uh, 150. So one month I'll do like $350 worth of gift cards.
1: Because you do the month plus the, plus quarter. the quarter. Yeah. So to, for someone to make it into that, do they have to do 16 every month for that quarter? Correct. So seemingly the, the number of people that are. Potentially winners, right? It shrinks down. Yeah, you're you're really getting your cream in the crop. So you're also giving money or a prize to your best supporting members as well. Right,
0: right. So
1: so so you were saying, what we where did that play into the party?
0: So then we're going to give away the the year the 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 bigger one for the year at the party because we're going to give some other gag gifts and you know other like silly things at the party, which was where I was going is like do one or two events and make them legit events. Don't just be like, hey, we're meeting at a bar or we're gonna go to the park, like invite people. So like here, we just kind of got finished doing most of the, the, uh, the um
1: And the what is, what's the prize gonna be for the annual one, sorry.
0: We haven't decided yet, it'll be, so, it'll be something significant. It'll probably be like three to 500 bucks. Yeah. You know? Yeah, um, I mean,
1: and you're, that's great. Yeah, and, and going off what you said about the party, the last two years that I owned Albany CrossFit, we had a formal, like a legit rented a banquet right. hall, we charged per ticket no different yep. than like your prom or if you went to college and you did a formal type thing would you charge know, had a, i mean whatever we weren't making money on it it wasn't like that it was like maybe Just like five bucks no 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 it was like 80 a person something like. oh really because it was catered dj open bar like legit you know it's like yeah. if you went to a wedding whatever the cost would be point is we weren't making money on yeah. top of that and yeah. then so then we gave out so we gave out rookie of the year i'm trying to think the probably gave out a rookie of the year
0: i'm doing that too you're writing
1: that down you're writing that down uh rookie of the year mark that on your calendars
0: everybody jay had an idea that was not stupid
1: (laughs) starting now um member of the year there was a couple i'd have to look what the other and like but you know, there's like tons of places you can go online, like Trophy, whatever. Like we get yeah, right. legit, like, and then super and silly then shit. Also, the point is,
0: the point is to have a good time. Wait, wait, wait work, let me people. tell you the yeah.
1: cool. Let me tell you the coolest one. Okay. So then, then we had a Hall of Fame. Ooh. Yeah. So how do you? So how do you get in the Hall of Fame? I think I was only. I think we only did two years of this. So I got to go back and look who won these. They're probably on the Albany CrossFit YouTube channel, but. The Hall of Fame was like, cause so say this party was like 2012, 2013. and I had been open like five or six years at that point. I think for example, a, a close friend, her name's Laura Mirkovic. Um, she won, she was inducted one of the first years and she was like one of my very first members. And yeah. then uh, this other guy, Pat who wound up. So the first couple ones were like your original members that kind of became the coaching staff over the years. So, like, for example, in your Hall of Fame, you know, if you were running this, you'd probably want to include, like, I would include, like, Jess and Cassidy and then, like, one original member. Got it. Jess, Jess being your wife, you know, Cassidy. Yeah. You know,
0: Yeah. Um, you don't so want to one, be only coaches. So, yeah, no. So, actually, so one of the things we are going to do, and I think I briefly mentioned this on a previous podcast, but we had, tragically, a member pass away. Like, um,
1: right. like an honor, uh, yeah.
0: I forget when it was, but we're gonna do so now. Every year, we're gonna do the Susan Davis Award, and it's basically like the person who is just like, just a good human being. And we're gonna do you know, uh, you know, male female award for that. So
1: yeah, um, and, and all of these were male female, right? And we had yeah. two locations at this point, so there was you know the awards were growing, but it was cool. And then like I had the different coaches present the different awards. It was a, it was a really fun time. I'll I'll find some of the videos.
0: That's cool. Yeah, so stuff like that, right? And when you do that, when you do an event, it should be a legit event. People should get invited. Like, we're gonna mail invites and have people RSVP. So,
1: that's cool. We yeah. didn't. Do, yeah, that's really. And that's so we idea.
0: were we were gonna do it out in town, but like there, like you just can't do that because it's probably gonna be 150 to 200 people, um, like including plus ones, you know. So right. Um. So we're gonna do it here, and then obviously Phil, who is my weightlifting coach. He's in a band, so they're gonna play. You know, we're gonna have like a photo booth, but anyway, do stuff like that, right? To like make people feel part of the community, not just be like, you know, take care of people and stop just using the word community. Like, you should actually have a community where people are like legit proud. And I don't mean they're just like, I go to that gym, they're just like, this is the best group of human beings that you could find anywhere. Like, that's what you're trying to build, Um,
1: especially this
0: time in the world right right that's my point point. and there's a just, just people are just worried about running ads and i'm like no dude like people want your help and people want to be helped and if you just help people they're going to come beating your door down and you will not have to do shit in order for that to happen stop well, running ads stop worrying about your marketing plan and all the other shit because there's a lot of other things that need it. it's again order of operations matters if these things are not ironed out i don't get like it doesn't matter how good your marketing plan is. They're just gonna fall through the cracks.
1: You know what this reminds me of, and you're probably gonna wanna note two really awesome ideas in one podcast, but this reminds me very much of mechanics, consistency, intensity. Right. This is, they're not doing mechanics or consistency, they're just jumping to the intensity. And what happens? You get hurt, you lose your, you know, you don't wind up maximizing your fitness uh you know you you push members away so you gotta you gotta the mechanics is the community you know then consistency in that community then marketing so maybe it's right. you know community consistency marketing or whatever you want to call it but i agree i don't know how we got there from fran but i do agree with you was that just your a, way of you no, to it wasn't, about your it wasn't fran? no
0: it wasn't about fran so where i was going with it it was it was, you wanted to talk yeah, about your 55-year-old client. We, we did Fran, which led me into the fact I was like, oh, you know, like, I'm doing okay, which was a conversation I'd had with a client the day before who really just wanted to be taken care of, right? Yeah. Like, that's all the dude wanted. He was like, I'm retired. I sold my business. My body hurts. I just want to be able to train and have a good time again. He's, I want to go fishing when I want to go fishing. I want to chase my, my boys around when they're in college. And I was like, cool, we can do that, dude. Like, that's easy. You know, and By the like, way, I'm gonna have, be
1: 60 when my daughter goes to college. If she goes, yeah, if she's smart enough sure. to go to college. No, no,
0: I'm definitely gonna be. They're gonna be like, "Oh, your grandpa brought you to college." I'm gonna be like, "Shut your mouth, kid."
1: <laughs> I'm gonna be like, "Take me to the party. Let's have some mad dogs." So do that, that that's really shots.
0: that's really kind of been something on on my mind, which has a lot to do with some some projects that you and I are working on too. But
1: oh, I can't wait for those. We got some big yeah. news. Yeah, big stuff yeah. coming. Um, so.
0: But but, that's part of the thing that's part of the things we'll be helping people with is just like, you're focusing on the wrong shit, which is not actually going to help you. You do need that aspect. Right. But it's like, don't talk to me about barbell cycling until you can do a deadlift consistently without rounding your back.
1: So actually funny. You mentioned deadlift because I was going to say today earlier when you went and I thought we were simply talking about Fran, I did a workout that took 17 minutes. It was running. It was rowing and deadlifts today the deadlifts were getting heavier. And I'm like, when you brought up Fran, I was like, I'd rather do that deadlift workout again. What is it about Fran that strikes fear? Like there's no, you know, I get a little nervous before every workout. Cause I, I'm enjoying the competition. I'm enjoying the community that I'm at right now and I want to beat people, but there's something innate. Like, it doesn't matter if I don't see the whiteboard that Fran kind of strikes fear in your heart.
0: I think if you've been doing it long enough, once you get proficient enough at the two movements, thruster and pull-up, there, there's no such thing as slow. Like, even slow, really is still, even slow is still really fast. Like, even if I did it really slow and took a break, it would still very, very easily have been sub-four.
1: Slow would be you're, you're breaking the sets of thrusters, and so you're going, like, seven, seven, seven. Right. Seven, seven, right? Right. Yeah. But knowing you should – Knowing you're slow still means you're going unbroken. There's there's really no slow thruster or slow pull-ups.
0: No, and and the movements just again like if you go back to they just lend themselves to high power outputs like long range of motion on the thrusters. Again, going again level one material like they're complementary movements. So there's really no need no reason to slow down other than just I'm going to do this slowly, which isn't the intent. But also going back to what I was having the conversation with this client about, which was. The longer you do this, you get to choose those days. And today I chose that, even though I, even though I wasn't like gonna go full ham sandwich. Three is still fast, right? And three still hurts. And I'm probably not gonna do that tomorrow. Like yesterday and Sunday, I did. I w- really took it easy. Sunday was just like a moving day. I did an emom of deadlift and bench press, like with 135. It was just like just move. And then t- I knew Fran was coming. I was like, I'm gonna get after it douse myself with intensity and then I'm going to take a rest day and then I'm going to get back on the horse on Thursday.
1: Well, and not to bring it into CrossFit knowledge right now, but that's really what is overlooked by many people, that idea of relative intensity. We always think about relative intensity as it relates to just whether or not you can do something not relative to what you actually need that day. Mm -hmm. So, and going back to what I said about being, you know, one of the top 99 percentile, think about it you that and i makes me a
0: world champion
1: <laughs> you and i okay even very casually can do a 5 minute brand easy any day blindfolded blah 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 agreed yeah okay so understand where i'm coming from if you walk down the road i believe you would pass 99 other people or more before you find another person that can do that at their maximal effort,
0: I have a young, I have numerous young team guys in here, spec ops guys, none of which did that today.
1: Right now, so not because I'm fitter. That's they're, they're, they're
0: probably now. Here's the deal. They're and this is kind of where I was leading to earlier. They're probably fitter than me, right? Like they can go do a bunch of shit that I just have no desire to do. To say I'm I'm kind of a specialist at that workout at this point, like I can like I'm efficient no, with the movements. You're a specialist
1: at CrossFit workouts.
0: Right, right. So which is I can a weird thing that. to say. Right, I can do that very very efficiently, but there is carryover there, right? Like if, for me, I don't have to, you know, like one of them did. He did six minutes. It was strict
1: pull ups. <laughs> but but I'm saying I'm saying this if you're listening, and you can hit most workouts at your box RX. You're also in the 99th percentile. Now, the sure. difference in that last percent between where I sit and where Matt Frazier sits is light years away.
0: Yeah, that one, that last one percent is significant.
1: Correct. That's it's my like 100
0: percent. That last one percent is like 100 percent.
1: Right, because you're comparing yourself to Grandma down the road and your you know, old lady couple that I have that live next to me. No, it's ironic. When you're a kid, you just like pray for two women to live next door to you and be able to peek in their windows when, you know, was that just me? But now I, now I have that, but they're 70. So (laughs) So that
0: was super weird, dude. Um, What are your kid
1: in the eighties, nineties? You watch those movies. You want to be able to look in your neighbor's house. see Do you watch
0: up all night with Rhonda Shear?
1: No, I've never, I've never seen that.
0: What USA up all night. Somebody out there is going to, going to hit us up on DM and they're like, yes, Rhonda Shear, that she was the best. So anyway,
1: yeah,
0: you should. Um it so really where I want to go with that is just like take stock in like where your priorities are and what the things you're focused on in your business and if, and if the majority of your focus is not on your people, you should reevaluate that it It will limit the amount of focus, money, time, resources that you have to put outside of the business but it's funny how it'll work is you will end up having to refocus on that thing because what taking care of the people in your charge is gonna do is lead to a larger influx of new people because everybody wants the good shit.
1: Well, and, and I don't think anyone gets involved in CrossFit ownership to be a salesperson. I think it's something you do need and need to develop. But if you think about what Fern is saying, those people are gonna bring in members or new members that you don't have to sell to. You're just like, oh, no. so-and-so brought you. You wanna give me money? Yes, we wanna give you money. Like, word of mouth. That's you know, it's, not, it's not,
0: it's not, it's not a sale. It's, it's easy, right? I'm just telling you what I can do for you. That's it. Yeah.
1: I mean, no, I mean, if, if a member has brought somebody in, they're ready to give, you know, coach Glassman used to say, you know, I don't do marketing. I have an army of marketers that work for me and those are my members mm-hmm. and right. The, the, the better you treat your members, the more likely they are to bring people in. Yeah.
0: And then, and then once, once the, all that, once those balls start to roll and all, then you can start to put more framework on them. Like what's your referral program look like so that you can tee this up because yes, I want to focus right here, but then here's the hard part, which is what it's taken me a really long time to figure out. How do I make that awesome thing intentional and recurring? That's the you hard gave, part, right?
1: Yeah. And I mean, you gave a couple of nice tangible examples earlier and it's just, it's the care at the gym. That's what it comes down to
0: a lot of little things and some big things but that's really what it comes down to but just it's, see it's, where you're focus your time you spend a lot of time looking at your facebook ad metrics like you're fucking this up
1: yeah and it would be no different than like you know you asking jess or me asking ross hey like what keeps you in this marriage and you know part of it would be like well i'm stuck but the other part would be like well my it's-
0: wife my yeah. wife would be like it's your facial hair <laughs>
1: <laughs> That'd be the last thing she said. Um, you know, but it'd be like, oh, it's the way you do this, the way you do that. You do this for the kids. You clean up the dish. Like, it's all these little things that you don't, you know, you can't just show up at home once a week in your life. You, you love her or your husband and expect to have a healthy relationship, but it's for, with your members. You have to be doing the little things every day. I so, it, so if
0: people have, if people have other things that they do, share it with the world hit us up we'll share it we'll repost it whatever but the little things matter.
1: getting tons of dms and obviously we try to answer them on here and as fern alluded to we have we have our biggest project to date when i mean the eta is probably at this point early to mid november maybe for the announcement.
0: It's for sure by the, before the end of the year, but it, it's a big project. It's something we've been working on a really, really long time and something that's super near and dear to both of our hearts, which is like helping gym owners, like get their shit together. Um,
1: yeah. Box owners are so. going to love it. Uh, and obviously we're going to talk about it, but I believe this entire podcast was your way to brag about your three oh four or four Fran. I don't think you really give a shit about member retention. Or even this fifty five year old <laughs> member of your box. What was that guy's name? <laughs> I remember.
0: You know what? I'm not sending you that beanie. That's it. You're, I'm, I'm, look, giving, I'm, it, I'm giving it I'm giving it I'm giving it to the next guy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm giving it to the next guy who rides out in front of the gym on the on his bike.
1: Lindsay texted me last week for my address. I assumed that's what she was doing, but then maybe I'm thinking a wedding invitation. I don't know. Well, no,
0: she was sending some stuff out, so she sent. Oh, this will not go out on that day. But big shout out to the Chuck Car as well. Today is his birthday. The um, but where yeah, I was it'll going, be that two it, days she, late. Yeah, so it'll be two days late. But she was texting you because she was us. Uh, she was sending him some stuff that we have as well for his birthday. But then she was like, "Hey, I'm going to send Jay some stuff." I was like, "I'm." I was like, "I'll take care of it because I got to send him some other shit that I was supposed to send him eight months ago too." So.
1: Oh, so she was going to send me the beanie and you stopped her.
0: Yeah, I was like, don't do it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I really want to wear that beanie. It's not even like... Here's the deal.
0: So I have all of your things, right? And you're like, oh, you don't have them. I'm like, no, I do have them. They're right here. So... Well, the last time
1: we talked about it, you couldn't find them.
0: Your beanie... No, no. They've been sitting on my desk the whole time. So beanie, patch, patch, and then two coins.
1: yeah so how you just told to me us, you have stamps.com like just put a step on it I need a package
0: I need a package now <laughs> I don't have it I don't have packages.com but I'm gonna buy that domain now um
1: <laughs> package I think that exists and I don't think it has anything to do with stamps
0: probably yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, All right. uh, this is super important, particularly now. Everybody will get a little downtime during the holidays, I think. So rethink this so you can get a little bit of a running start. Right now is a is a pretty decent runway to get into the new year to start working on this stuff. So, because uh, it will take you a while to put some legs on some of these things and figure out the processes, so that you can do them on a regular, recurring basis. Uh, if you have questions, hit us up. More than happy to share the goods.
1: All right, you heard it from Fern. Sixteen eight. Sixteen eight. Thanks again for listening to Best Hour of Their Day. If you haven't already, do us a favor, head over to the Apple Podcast app and leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, feedback for either Fern or myself, hit us up, day at gmail.com, or send us a DM over on Instagram, at besthouroftheirday. Once again, we couldn't do this without the amazing community and you are a part of it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. Best hour of their day.